Chair. This is Little X on the Prairie. That's right. Welcome to the first official installment of Little X on the Prairie, where yes. our own Alexis Thompson dutifully, systematically details the events of Walnut Grove. <laughs> Lexa, what yeah, episode? I did not are watch we? this as a child, so it's no. fun to d- explore and discover it as an adult. We are on season one, episode seven. The episode is called "If I Should Die Before I Wake." Oh, oh, oh yes. no! That's that uh, Christian prayer that you say before you go to sleep. Yes. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the can Lord you, my soul to keep. That's right. Is, can you give us a spoiler alert? Does anybody pass away in this episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh what? God! Yeah. I was kidding. No, no. Maddie dies in the rocking chair. Who the hell is Maddie? I'll tell you about her. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this episode. Mm, it kind of lost me a little bit, but the message, the timeless Uh-oh. message is really good. It's basically that you should make time and spend time with the ones that you love before they die, right? Or before you die. Okay. And, but the vehicle to demonstrate that mm, was a little bit awkward. So <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, okay. you'll see. So in the beginning, you see the girls are in the kitchen. They're singing. There's an old woman playing an auto harp and they're singing a song about death. And Laura says, I don't like that because death is sad. And so this was all a ploy because her name is Maddie. It's her 80th birthday in a couple days. <laughs> uh-huh. And so Pa and a friend, Miss Amy, they're gonna they're throwing a surprise party for Maddie. <laughs> but Maddie knows about the party. Okay. Have you ever seen Maddie before in any other episode? Nope. Maddie's no. new. Haven't okay. didn't know about Maddie until Then why do we give episode? a rat's ass about her surprise party? Well, or whether or not she's going to die. Right. Well, she's teaching the girls to play the auto harp. And let me tell you, she's pretty good on that uh, that instrument. What the hell is an auto is harp? It? Um, it looks like a harpsichord. Okay. You press down the p- and then you you stroke it, but it's it's a <laughs> machine that you, an instrument that sits on your lap or on the table in front of you. Oh, I, uh, yep, I know exactly what you mean. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think so, I know what it is. Yeah, and they're just singing along and just having a great time. Well, so she this is her. she's turning 80, and she's hoping her only daughter, Eliza, and her family will come to the party. And she has uh, four grandchildren, and then, of course, her husband, the... The, her brother, her son-in-law. So anyway, Miss <laughs> Amy says, "Oh well, Eliza just thinks her mom is a permanent fixture." As they're making these little chain, the paper chains, and decorating her place because they needed to get her out of the house. Well, Eliza writes a note to her mom, and guess what, guys? What? Eliza's not coming to the party. What? And Maddie is very upset because this is her only daughter, her only family. This is all she has left in the world. Yeah. So Maddie's in her rocking chair and Miss Amy's trying to pump her up and she's like, don't worry, they'll be here for Thanksgiving. You'll feel better in the fall anyway. I'll bake a cake, blah, blah, blah. We have to remember that our kids have their own lives. And then she starts going on about how she fought with her kids and all this stuff. Well, good Lord. As she's talking, she's kind of wistfully looking into the like into the distance. (laughs) Dream sequence. And your girl Maddie dies in the rocking chair. What? She dies right in front of her. Oh, no. She's gone. So then we go to the funeral, and then, her, of course, her family's at the funeral. And Laura, being the intuitive child that she is, the genius kid, she says, you can miss a birthday, but you can't miss a funeral. Well, and it really should be the other way around. We should have a funeral before we die so we can say goodbye to everybody. I'm like, you know what? That's, that's a good thought. 
Oh, no. When you did, you know, at least, well, maybe maybe not the morbid uh-huh. part of it, saying yeah, goodbye no. to people, but... I'm life lessons say. from Laura. It's all about Laura delivering the message. Always, man. Always, she yeah. just, wow. Well, that... With her little buck teeth. <laughs> yes, it's so true. <laughs> and you should see her while she's watching uh, Maddie play the auto harp. She's just like... <laughs> with her little teeth hanging out, and you're like, oh, okay. Uh. She was like so excited. <laughs> <laughs> She's frothing at the mouth. Right. I want to play. The- <laughs> I want to <laughs> play. <Yeah>. Ah. <laughs> oh, so, no. Laura, so Laura says that in the wagon while they're kind of in a distance from the funeral, and that put a little bug in Amy's ear, and she's like, I am not going out like Maddie did. Alone and just not with my family. Uh huh. So she pretends to be sick. And then when the (gasps) doctor and Pa come, she convinces them to message her children when she has three kids. This is a grown adult woman pretending to be sick. Grown ass woman. Oh. She pretending to be sick. So she says, Pa and Doc, um, will you please message my three children? Tell them that I've died. And so they'll come to my funeral and my wake. But she's what? just going to pop out of the casket and go, Nope, sorry. I just <laughs> wanted a party for myself. And I wanted to see my children. Girl, I don't, I don't think they have caskets in Walnut Grove. Oh, oh no, no. They, they had a casket and they had it in the living room. Shut up. So she no. It was a wooden casket. They all went along with this? Okay, so she was very convincing. Oh, my God. Even Ma was like, we are not doing this. But then she convinced Ma and then Ma leaves and she's like, yeah, I'm baking the cake now. Now, one of her kids, she hasn't they seen They made for- her a death cake? Oh, yeah, but which she wanted it to be a birthday cake because her birthday was a week after Maddie, who died. This the one in the rocking chair. Be okay, you guys, it actually gets worse. What? Because then, you know, we find out, you know, it's kind of, it's sweet because you realize you have, she hasn't seen her kids in a while. Yeah. Andy went to war 15 years ago, oh, and no. she hasn't heard from him at all. Well, I'd be PO'd if I'm like, I got to come back for mom's funeral, and then she really isn't dead oh okay well here's where it gets better (laughs) because then in the middle of the day pa and doc get get their covered wagon yeah and they pop her in the wagon she has to pack a little bag of stuff and then they bring her to pa's house and so she's in the back you know just like doing her thing and just helping the family with the weight because she's not dead she's helping make the food and stuff the priest from mankato comes because she specifically asked for this young priest and the uh, families. Uh, we got the we got uh, the uh, hot uh, priest from Manhattan. <laughs> right. Yeah, episode. yeah. I mean, that's oh, a, big a big city. Deal. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely yeah. a big deal. So there, you know, she's saying, "Please tell me about this beautiful woman. I don't really know much about her." Ma and Pa are just speechless because they're like, "I don't know. She's alive and she's really on the other side of the wall." They're getting nervous. Well, she comes out of the back room and says, "Oh, priest, I need to. I need some time with you alone." They go outside. They come back. She pretends to be someone else, and she told the priest all about herself. Oh my! What a God. great woman she was. <gasps> what? Oh my! Yes, oh. you guys. I couldn't believe it. You're like, uh, what is happening? Yes, and I'm like, how is she going to get away with this? She used her maiden name. So now we're at the wake. They do it at her house. The coffin is in the living room. There are flowers. They bake a birthday cake. Oh Ma God. made a huge ass turkey. <laughs> There's a gigantic feast. Ma, Ma made it? Yes, Ma. And uh, other people. I mean, it was just an amazing this, feast. It, this is absolutely not acceptable. No. So so Amy, Miss Amy, is in her bedroom. Uh-huh. She starts <laughs> drinking some whiskey or something. It was a brown liquor. <laughs> Ma comes in. she knows in. this is the big lie. I got to pop out and go, I'm not dead. Yeah. I guess just want a party for me. 
So then I thought, well, is she going to get in a coffin? But the party's already started. She <laughs> is in all she's black. Gonna, Lex, she's going to get in the coffin smelling like whiskey. <laughs> so, but the right. mourner's going to be like, I'm not dead. Does, I'm drunk. Does yeah. That, does that corpse smell like Jack Daniels? <laughs> So she's not okay. Okay, so she's in full black. No one else is in complete black. She's got a long dress on. She's got a black veil. Now, this when you is think, bizarre. When you guys think of a veil, it's not opaque. It is sheer. No. You can see through the veil. So she goes, okay, well. Don't tell me she's going to stand there. Guys, she walks into her party and nobody asks, like, who is that weird ass woman in a black yeah. dress with the veil? You can see it's Miss Amy. Yeah. You can completely see that's her. So she stands in the corner. Jesus and and she, and then her uh, her kids show up, which is awesome. Even yeah. Andy, mm-hmm. the one that's been gone for 15 years, she doesn't even know if he died in the war, which is awesome. All of her, you know, grandchildren I and their wives and husbands are there. This I can't wait. What happened? So then, oh. so she, she's like standing there as she's listening to, to the kids. Her one of her sons and the daughter are talking and reminiscing about. Oh, remember this fun time and blah blah blah. Your old girl is six feet away, standing in the corner. With the sheer Creeping. veil Because she's so desperate and thirsty. She's like, I got to hear all the nice things people say about me, so oh. I'm going to fake my death. Basically, that's what happened. Then Andy walks in. Everyone is surprised. <laughs> and then she she's like, forget it. So then she says she whips her veil back. <laughs> and she looks at Andy and she says, you miserable, ungrateful, splapleen. What? Splapleen. <laughs> what? It was very Spl- weird. Splapeen. S-P-A-L-P-E-E-N. A splapeen. He's miserable and ungrateful. Oh I know. My they say God. some things. I'm like, hmm. Okay. So, so she, they're like, how could you do this, Mom? And she says, and then she starts crying. I've tried so many other ways to see you. <gasps> you it wasn't that hard for you. Know, We're going to reward this behavior. This. Oh, guys. And then she goes into, I don't have that many birthdays left. And then she says, I was foolish to do this. And But then her kids said they're sorry. Everyone in the room is crying. Oh, my God. So we're going to say the moral of the story of this episode is it's okay to fake your own death to get attention. Right. And it's okay to help because then after that, Pa picks up his fiddle and starts playing the playing some oh. tunes and everyone starts dancing and like having a good old time. Oh, hell. But right before he... <laughs> they have lost their way. Right before he picks up his fiddle, he looks at the dock and they wink at each other like, yeah, we did the right thing because they were enabling her to do this in the first place. This crazy old biatch. Oh, my God. And then they're dancing around the coffin. I mean, it just... That's, that's how this whole thing happened. That is awful. I remember doing this in trivia. Oh, right. I remember asking, you know, like, who faked their death? And we were all shocked that that actually was an episode. Here it is. There you go. Season one, episode oh. seven. The other thing, this is oh. just a side note. Carrie can walk. Let Carrie walk once in a while. They carry that kid around everywhere. <laughs> she's like four. Ma's running up the hill, carrying Carrie. I'm like, let the girl she's, walk. She's like three. I know Does she's she have- the baby, but yeah, she, right. Oh, she has legs? Yeah, yeah girl Carrie can walk. Legs. Oh, I thought she, oh. No, what, no what she, she didn't have legs. She's like three. She's the one that runs that down the something. hill. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. She runs down the hill. Her bloomers oh, fall she's down. She's just and- little, but not that little. Right. Oh, my God. So, <sighs> all right, so. What did you learn, kids? Oh, that's what happened there. Oh, that is crazy.
I just thought this crazy old this woman, is- what is she doing? And Phil Jones has seen this episode. Well, what did he uh, say? He said the craziest part was what you said. He said that she stands in the corner for like two hours. I mean, if you were at a party and And your mom had died, you wouldn't be looking around to greet the guests or just like, oh, who are you? Oh, great. You know, anything. This is the worst script. This was so bad, you guys. Wow. Yeah. Really, really bad. I thought she'd at least get in the coffin or maybe see in her bedroom and listen or anything. But stand in the corner. The whole concept that they reward it and go, this is okay. Yeah. Right. I know. That one went a little cray cray. Oh, my God. This oh, was no, the, the, best. 70s. Oh, the 70s. No, the 70s. When it was okay to fake your own death. I guess.